and welcome to the Enchantress Society with Tia Johnson, a place where you get to be you, where you get to unlock your magic in a sacred and judgment-free zone. The Enchantress Society is your witchy sisterhood of enchanting women who guides and supports you along your spiritual journey from the mundane to the magical. I invite you to sit for a spell as I interview guests and spill the spiritual tea on how we can create the magical life we deserve. Welcome back, Enchantress. So we are at The Brightest Witch in this four-part series. I'm just going to do a quick who's it for in case you skip the newest witch because you feel like you are The Brightest Witch. So this is, again, I just get so excited. I have to catch myself. (laughs) Like, calm down. (laughs) The Enchantress Coven is for women who feel different, they are misunderstood. You're at a crossroads in your life. You've been through it and it's ready and you are just ready to unlock your magic, to learn it, to own it, to wield it like none other. All right. You're tired of feeling stuck. You feel like there must be more. You are experiencing woo things. Okay. You, you just, you're picking up on a lot of things. You're longing to be able to show up in the world as your true self. You are tired of guessing yourself. Uh, trust is, an, is a, a huge concern for you. And you know what? You're just basically tired of being taken advantage of, right? This is your time to bask in the moonlight. So that's really it in a, in a nutshell, right? Is It's a time for change and transformations, okay? So I'm going to dive into... Um, the brightest witch is why the benefits why i created the brightest witch and i have oracle reading for you and more cards were pulled than uh the new witch so we're gonna really dive into this so the why the brightest witch you have a lot of passion okay and i love that passion that thirst for knowledge almost cannot be quenched at this point but you have enough energy more than enough energy where you can take on a lot of studies a lot of uh you know actionable items like doing a spell work doing rituals reading research so you know angel numbers dream interpretations tarot cards this is not your first time around the block like you get it you're looking to take it a step further okay you pick up on the slightest change of energy you know it it, it's like even if this was on the physical or if this was in relation to the physical, you would be the person who picks up on micro expressions. OK, so it's, it's almost like you are so observant that people want to come to you to ask you questions and things like that. And again, it's, it's resulting in you feeling like people are low key trying to take advantage of that because you are resourceful. And you know what? This is also a time where you may be thinking of writing a blog. There's some artistic aspect to you that needs to come out. And again, that's where that passion is. It's that that flame, that fire inside you. But if you don't take care of yourself, you can be easily burned out. That's a little caveat there. You have more than enough energy to spare. 
But when you give your energy to things that you don't really want to give it to, like people taking advantage of you, but you're trying to be there for them, then that's where you start to feel burned out because the energy is not being replenished. They're taking, 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 as opposed to you doing something that is nurturing to your soul. So yes, you are using energy, but you're getting even more back. Okay, so that's really the, the brightest which is why that thirst for knowledge that uh, want to take on a more leadership position whether it's in your life in your career you know there's just something about you that that passion has to have a channel to go to okay and and that's where the enchantress coming comes in so th- the benefits is that there are a lot of resources for the brightest witch to go down that rabbit hole so it, there could be one thing where you look at, you know, um, a, a material and that topic is your topic for a while. Then you come back to the library and you click on something else, another resource there, and then you go and look into that till you find what is your groove. And that's one of the greatest benefits for the brightest, which is to have those options, that to have those resources available for when you're ready. Right. So is there for you, but it's not overwhelming you because that's the, the, the knowledge that you want. All right. To expand your knowledge. This is also uh, beneficial for you because this is where you're going to learn more about Reiki and crystals, rituals, you know, tarot, like just various forms of magic that is going to light you up. Like this is your thing. Right. Because you worked the confidence, you worked on the boundaries you are getting more familiar with your power. So now it's like, okay, what's the next step? It's like when you take a language in school, you have French one, French two, French three, French four, where you're at French two, you're familiar. So what's next? Well, what's next would be to go to a French restaurant and practice, right? And I'm saying that because that's what happened in my high school when we were, uh, when I took French classes, we would, um, uh, have homework to go interact. There's a French quarters in Philadelphia. So we would be given homework to practice, you know, speaking French, rent videos in French, you know, subtitles. <laughs> All right. So like, what's the next step? Be proactive, get out there. In this case, it's to click and read, click and watch, take notes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read that. I'm going to do this. That's your transformation that next level knowledge that would give you a better direction to, to help you figure out what do I want to do with this? I got all this knowledge, but what am I doing with this? Oh, you know what? Maybe I start a podcast. Maybe I write a blog. Maybe I write a book. That's that passion that I'm talking about. It has to go somewhere. And when you learn these materials, that's where the benefit comes from. Oh, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to really digest this material. And maybe I do a blog post series with my spin on it, my take on it. Maybe I'll go visit some witchy spots and talk about how you can do this spell here, here, and here, right? So that's what I'm saying. You are also a resource, right? Which you know, but this is a time to channel it a little bit better so you will get, again, replenished. And then this is also going to help you develop your leadership skills with your gifts to help you... Uh, say no, because you want to help. The brightest witch wants to be that go-to woman, right? 
but how do you say no to people who really don't want to take your advice? They just want to use you as an emotional, emotional punching bag, or they want you to tell them everything and they don't want to do any of the work themselves. Well, this is where your leadership skills with your gifts come in. That's the transformational process that will happen that you're going to learn ways, strategies that help you with, okay, mm, mm, I'm not going to work with this person. Here's what I'm going to tell them. Or I can work with this person. They just need some coaching and boundaries. Okay. This is where that comes in. My why for creating the brightest switch. And again, this is something that I meditated on for months, months. If someone asked me, how were you able to pick this switch instead of that? So the Every witch has a nickname too. The brightest witch nickname is Mildred Hubble. And the reason why I came with these nicknames is to help with the visuals, to give people understanding, well, what is a new witch? And again, new witches could have been so many things, right? But I really like Mildred Hubble. She is a character in the show called The Worst Witch, which originally aired in the UK. And now there's the US version on Netflix. And so her family, uh, they were actually witches, but something happened and they long forgot who they were. And now their powers are now restored through Mildred and she's learning to become a witch, yada, 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 she goes to school. The brightest witch, uh, I, I give the nickname of Hermione because Hermione is very resourceful. She has those leadership skills that just need to be channeled a little bit more, right? Some people, uh, like when you think of Ron and um, Harry, they would not have survived without her. And, you know, sometimes she's taken a little bit for granted because of how knowledgeable she is. So she's also someone who's there, who was always there for her friends, right? But the ones who truly, truly, truly matter, right? So she, she recognizes that, or at least she's starting to recognize that. So you know, it's because of her resourcefulness and her willingness to be educated and, you know, take on the extra workload that she is considered the brightest witch of her time. And I thought, what better way to describe someone who is that in a way, among other things, and also have that good visual. And it was Hermione. So that's how we came up or I came up with that. And so my why is because uh, <laughs> when I began my spiritual studies, I could not put books down. I love to read anyway, which is why, you know, I'm a Ravenclaw, not to brag. <laughs> but um, I couldn't put books down. I had to read more. I had to consume more. And at the time, blogs weren't really a thing. They existed, but it wasn't, you know, what it is today. And uh, YouTube, um, YouTube was maybe just starting to, to pick up. It, it was, again, around, but it wasn't like it is now. You know, people have full-fledged TV shows on YouTube. And so I, I was just like a hermit and studying and, you know, again, wanting to be there for my friends, but I had to understand who was a true friend and I had to develop leadership skills with my gifts to tell people, I don't want to do a reading right now. I don't, I don't feel like it. I'm not, I'm not in a good spot for it. Um, no. Right. Because people see me as a resource. And when I was starting out, it was overwhelming because a lot of people just assumed that if I'm somewhere that they can just ask me questions. And it's just, no matter what profession you're in, if you're a doctor, 
you know, if you're a foot doctor, you don't want to go somewhere and someone's always asking you about, hey, I, I got this, this like lump on my foot. Uh, can I, you would just say you probably should get an x-ray or, or an MRI, right? You would get annoyed after a while. And you're trying to figure out how do I, in a respectful way, because it's not that I was trying to be mean. It's just that this is not the time or space time and place for that right now. Like I'm just, I'm relaxing. <laughs> okay. How, how can I relay that message without being offensive? And sometimes it doesn't matter how nicely you say something, people are going to be offended. So again, all throughout these journeys, you got to be okay with someone not liking you. Okay. So I, I know how it feels to have all this passion, burning energy inside you and you want to get it out and you want to direct it somewhere and yes, I started a blog. And yes, I started a podcast. And yes, I wrote two books. And that's why we had the brightest witch. <laughs> okay. Um, so also, um, there are going to be updates in the library. So you're going to see more and more how to's, how to, you know, do the, the witchy blog and things like that. So there's going to be a lot of resources in there to help the brightest witch along her path or if she just want to stay in the brightest witch phase. So those are some of the transformations you're going to see there, um, some, some of the benefits. That's my why. In each phase, you will see how I went through those phases, okay, and how it has benefited me. You know, with the newest witch, working on my confidence and boundaries has put me in such a great space. I can't even begin to explain it in words. I just feel even more whole, even more complete. And, you know, it's really the framework for the shadow work that I really consciously started doing. When you don't do shadow work consciously, it's this horrible, scary, ugly cry. Oh, my God. Thank. But when you do it consciously, it is this whew, ugly cry, horrible. But what a relief. I didn't even know that was a. Oh, my gosh. Whew. Wow. Right. It's a relief. It's a coming home moment. It's a coming a full circle moment. And I'm at such a great place now because I focus on boundaries and confidence and, and my gifts and understanding where to channel my energy that I can even, and I've done this multiple times. I've been to restaurants by myself, had a full-fledged meal. I've been to movies by myself. I hopped on a plane and traveled across country a few times. Um, so, and I felt totally secure in doing that, right? I don't, hang around people just to have people around me. You know, I get so sad when I hear stories about people, you know, especially when it's a, a um, person who wants to do good, trying to help people. They're surrounded by leeches, right? And they're crying because they don't have anyone to talk to. They don't have anyone to be vulnerable with, but they're surrounded by people. It's like, how can you be surrounded by people and still lonely? That's crazy. So I've mastered enjoying my own time. I was the only child for eight years and my little brother came. No problem. I named him. And it's funny because uh, initially when I was younger, people was like, oh, aren't you going to be jealous? And I would say, I am firstborn. No one can take this throne. <laughs> okay. I am me and he is he. Okay. But anyway, uh, so I always been able to enjoy my own company but, you know, when you become an adult, it's easy for the things that happen in your childhood to get severed, like your imagination, like your creativity, like your hopes and dreams, right? So I was fortunate enough to keep intact, you know, having fun by myself. And as an adult, I became at peace with spending time with myself, 
Okay, so it's happiness and peace. And that's why I created the brightest witch because the brightest witch is like a walking Google and people can easily take advantage of that. And we're going to put it into that. All right, we want to channel our energy correctly and we're going to get the party started with these Oracle cards. All right. So, I mean, like spirit was all out. It was just like, pull this card and pull this card. I'm like, all right, spirit, I wanted these episodes to be short. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, what was the one? Okay, this is the card I wanted me to pull first and everything else can line up. All right. So the first card is dreams. And it's interesting because, uh, let me scroll up here. I believe I spoke, oh, it's supposed to be, yeah, there we go. In the beginning, I described angel numbers, dream interpretation, tarot cards. This isn't your first time around the block. Start paying even more attention to your dreams. So what I did was the same thing I did in the previous episode. I just asked, what's the message that the brightest witches need to know to help them understand the Enchantress Coven and where they are at currently? All right. So the dreams. Pay even more attention to your dreams. So this, I'm trying to see. It's kind of actually, I don't know if someone's laying there or not, but there's a moon in the background and it's like a door, a portal, and a window. So this is a, a great time to write down your dreams. And if you're thinking, oh, I don't dream, I don't remember my dream, everyone dreams, not everyone remembers their dreams. So tonight, go to sleep with the intention that you will remember your dreams in their entirety, okay? Repeat, I remember all my dreams in its entirety. I remember all my dreams in its entirety. I hereby remember all my dreams in its entirety, okay? Or in their entirety, all right? As you're going to see, repeat that because not only will you get messages in your dreams about, you know, where to start in the coven, um, you're going to get dreams about past for your life, but also this is like, this is like a dream, right? Anything's possible. Okay. So really think about what do you want to, to make possible in your life? Because the resources are there to help you make that happen in the coven, in the library. All right, this is also a time for new beginnings, right? This, this, this phase is the, the turning point too, right? Because once you step into the witch queen and then, you know, the witch goddess, it gets a little dark. And I'm going to explain that. What I mean by dark mean, I, what, what I mean by dark is that it's going to get even more serious where, you know, shadow work is going to be huge. It's going to be a main factor right? You are going to be building your queendom. So your legacy, you are going to have even less friends. I'm being really real with you guys. I'm trying telling you, I, I even told my brother this when he first started high school, I made my fingers like a triangle. And I said, you're going to start off with this many friends. And I pointed toward the bottom, meaning like a lie. And I said, by the time you're in high school, you're going to have this many friends at the top. It's not, it's not much room. And that's, what's going to happen as you progress. You, you will lose friends. You will. You will. And that's okay. Not, not everybody's meant to be with you your entire life. So that, that new beginning, there's a crescent moon, there's a sun, there's just a waterfall and beautiful mountains in the distance. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I mean, the mountain is green and luscious. It reminds me of uh, lift every voice and sing to every heaven rings, rain with the harmonies of liberty. Let her rejoice and rise high as the glistening night. It's like that. It's just, 
it's just such a great time. It's just rejoicing. Like this new beginnings is just refreshing. So that's what you're going to discover throughout this journey in the Enchantress Covenant are just new beginnings. Inspiration is the next card. There are a lot of fiery women in this card uh, spread. I had the passion card where the woman was just red and orange and yellow. And here we have the inspiration with a woman. She's in darkness, but she's the light. She's the light. You are the light. I'm the light. You're the light. We're the light. Okay. So <laughs> that's just powerful. And, and it's like a big beam coming from her stomach too. So again, just like with the new witch, a great time to focus on your lower chakras. This is a time where, you, where you're going to be even more empowered. Again, it's a woman with, I can't tell if it's a moon or a sun because it's yellowish, but this is the spell casting. Well, maybe it is the moon. But anyway, again, she's empowered because you've done the work, right? You, you've done that new witch work and you're even more empowered now. And that's a perfect place to be. And uh, you're doing yourself justice is the next card. There's a woman, uh, she has long red hair. There's a moon behind her. Her arms are spread out. So you're, you're doing yourself justice by embarking on this journey. And then you're going to come out with the last card, a life purpose. So this is going to be um, either a change in your life purpose or at or an addition to your life purpose. Okay, so again, all, all great cards. And, and this is a tree where it doesn't have roots. It just starts again. So it's like a tree on both sides. And then there's several moons in the background. So the fact that there's several full moons in the background just makes me think that, yeah, this is an addition to your life purpose, but also this is a as, as above, so below, because the tree is the same on both sides and it's green and it's luscious and it's strong. And it's, it got this like little red golden, like fire in there. So again, it's so much growth and transformation is going to happen and it's happening on multiple levels, just as, you know, I described with the Chantra Society and particular for you, your higher self is even more connected to yourself in the physical as you go through this, you know, journey in the Enchantress Coven. So that's what I have for you, dear brightest witch. And, you know, I'm sending you so much love, so many blessings. I'm rooting for you. Take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself, as always. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in, Magical One. Let's keep in touch. Join the VIP email list by going to tmariejohnson.com. And as always, I'm sending you lots of love, many blessings. I'm rooting for you. And remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time.